1: Happy Friday! It's the Lori and Julia Show, My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Holly Roberts is in for Julia Day. Julia back on Monday. Before we dive into the show, let's remind you that we're doing this a fun podcasting sort of contest on My Talk. It's called the Pod Pitch. And if you have a great idea for a podcast, well, we want to hear it. So we are collecting ideas for the next great podcast. If you're the lucky winner, my talk will produce the pilot episode and bring your idea to life. So we need to hear from you. Uh, something you've been working on or a brand new idea, including audio is a good idea. And starting Monday, Monday, that's the 29th, you can make your submissions. And the keyword will be pitch at the my talk website. Okay?
2: Pod pitch. Yeah. Thank Thank you, I love it. I love it. Just don't come in with a show calling it Dory and Giulia. (laughs) Yes, the Snorley and Giulia show, or maybe (laughs) maybe that would be a good one.
1: Uh, Uh, There's no guy named Lonnie Dove on that show. No, there's not. Oh my gosh, keep
2: it original. Okay, so uh, the late night shows have just been on fire this week. Um, Seth Meyers had. well, like Gerard Butler. I skipped over him, but then they had he had Nicole Wallace on, and she's always really interesting talking about politics. And then he had Louis Anderson oh, come fun. out in a stand up set. And Donnie, did we post Louis?
1: Yeah, six minutes worth of yeah, Louis stand up. He
2: did, and he had you know. I know Jason talked to him about the stand-up for Project Down and Dirty, but he had on a sequin jacket that was so fabulous. And his first joke was kind of a Liberace joke. Right? It was yes. just—I love him. He just oh, made me great. smile and laugh.
1: And he said he had been to the big and tall men's store. Oh yeah, yeah it, I mean, and he, he pointed out that when you go to the big and tall
2: men's store, you never see any tall men. No, I know <laughs> you don't. That is so true. But he just is so funny. So that was enjoyable. And then uh, Jimmy Fallon. Um, I, I don't. I, he's not on the DVR on the regular. Record every episode. I Are just you? see who's on. Mm-hmm. Him and James Corden, but otherwise, Kimmel, Colbert, and Seth Meyers. I guess see, and I do check Conan, but I see Jimmy Fallon has Tiffany Haddish. Oh, well, that's delightful. So if you didn't get to see Tiffany Haddish, so she is, um, talking about the movie that she's in that with Whoopi Goldberg that opens next week that Tyler Perry wrote for them. I can't think mm-hmm. of what it is right now, but the end of the show, Jimmy Fallon and Tiffany Hash did lip sync battle. Yes. Donnie posted it and um first, you know, uh what's his name? Uh, um Jimmy Fallon did I do love this song, "Grooves in the Heart" by Delight. Oh, fantastic! Such, fantastic! Such a great classic. Yeah, I love that song, lady song. And then she did "Afro Puffs" by the Lady of Rage, and she looked, you know, good and everything. But then, that's when it got heated up. Fallon, uh, Fallon fought back with Post Malone, and then, you know, got the face tattoos and everything. And then she upped them by going old school, taking off her jacket. And busting it out to James Brown's "Sex Machine," and oh. she said, "Can I have it the way James would have been the first time he came on TV and the camera switched to black and white?" <laughs> amazing, amazing, amazing! And she even got to put a cape on at the end, just like yes. James yeah. Brown. And her sure. footwork was amazing.
0: Was amazing the I James mean, Brown dance where he shuffles his feet around. That
2: means she could do Prince. And Tina Turner, no problem. I mean, Tiffany Haddish, she just was, anyway, watch the, uh, and yes, she win. (laughs) The uh,
1: movie is is called Nobody's Fool.
2: Yeah, Nobody's Fool. Next weekend. So anyway, and then she was on GMA, and they were so excited to have her, they kept her for like 20 minutes. She's really fun. Because the last time she was on, she got George Stephanopoulos to get up and dance, and it was painful. Oh, ah! Was there a repeat of that this morning? No, no. But she just is, and she danced her way into the view. She just is bubbly and delicious. She's just just happy to be
0: there and happy to be talking with people, which
2: is refreshing sometimes when you're watching talk shows
0: and morning shows. And
2: and it's not can you don't hear like the same answers from her. She is just genuinely like I now I want to read her memoir. Is it called The Black Unicorn? It I might believe be so. Something, yeah. about, and I want to read that because she just seems to be. Um, well, first of all, getting famous in your thirties is probably M- massively the, the, the different bad, yeah, than yeah. it is in your twenties. Yeah. So anyway, she's giving good couch, and I hope she's going to be other places uh, next week. Um, Donnie gave me a recommendation because I was just like, you know, Casey and I. We only just watch a couple shows together, but. If it's on Amazon or Netflix or Hulu, we like binge it, you know, and watch it. So we watched over like two weeks, The Haunting of Hill House. So it's over. And we're just like going, No, what do wah, I want? Oh, you know, no. you know, we watch All America in the CW, but that's on just once a week. You know, like what is gonna be our just like thing we can sink our teeth. and Donnie goes, Oh, yeah, I gotta watch this bodyguard. It's just called Bodyguard. Mm-hmm. BBC, have you heard of it? Ollie? I've watched two episodes. So have I. Oh, oh, not right. Me too. I mean, it's so <laughs> okay. great. Well, we've all watched two episodes, and yeah, I I'm, I'm very much into the show. It is so interesting the perspective this former soldier who's now in police protection of you know the home secretary the home secretary in the UK. In UK. Yeah, yeah it's just he's really yeah. he's seen every, the politics if you will from both sides fighting in afghanistan and iraq it's just it's it's fascinating and it's really really good i love it, it yeah so, i'm totally only six it. episodes yeah i know that's yeah. gonna be you know oh and then you're gonna binge all of those <laughs> yeah more, and then you're gonna be I all know. done with that and then yeah. where are we gonna be i um, don't know <laughs> I, yeah so um Anyway, I don't, I, I don't know. I just thought that was really good. And then just a reminder, um, because I really am anxious to see how her show Works out, but um, I would say Busy Phillips is richie, uh, reaching uh Chrissy Teigen's zone. She's just like, Is it on yet? It's on on Sunday night. Oh, this Sunday, this so that's Sunday gonna night be the first e. episode. Her first episode, and it's called Busy Tonight. And uh, it's a it's really she's the only woman now doing a late night talk show. Her first week is Mindy Kayleen, Kristen Bell, Vanessa Hudgens, and Megan Mullally. All women, all, not a coincidence. She also has Julia Roberts, Tracy Ellis Ross, Olivia Munn, and Lauren Graham is scheduled. And I'm excited to watch her because she's an actress and she's been acting from a young age. So when she interviews, her peers, and you know, whether they're men or women, her perspective will be interesting. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know? She has a great writer's room. I've been watching
0: some things behind the scenes. Things? It's a mostly female writer's room. Yeah, and she took Andy
2: Cohen's executive producer. She recruited her away. Well, who, you know, maybe yeah. she wanted to move to Beverly Hills. I mean, you know, not you know. too shabby, right? Uh-uh. So,
0: okay, I'm really excited for that Sunday night on E. Busy tonight. On E,
2: yeah. And so, I think, and of course, it always takes the talk show some time to find some rhythm and stuff, but I... I, I, I'm just really, I, I'm excited, uh, for her. And I guess if you read her book, you know, like this, to, that she's even gotten to the point where she had this, she's wanted to do this. And I think she had a, I think she writes about it in her book. She had a pilot, the Sackett sisters for a TV show that she was really excited. And then
0: it didn't happen. It didn't As happen. As many and, pilots.
2: Yeah. And, but I guess it was like, at, it's more of a story than just the not the pilot pick. But anyway, so was it, did you announce the guests yet? Yeah. Oh you did. Okay. It's, like I was a, on the phone. it's a really good yeah. uh list of yeah, people. Yeah. I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I am too. Cool. So it'll be nice to see that. And then again, if you need a a TV show to uh watch, we're all three recommending Bodyguard on Netflix. Just yes. bodyguard. Bodyguard. Yes. Not the bodyguard. No, no bodyguard. All right. So when we come back, it's our story. We can't get enough. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us on this Disco Friday. Yeah. Little, uh, this is a great dance song, man. Okay, and I always think Halloween—you always see people dressing up as '70s disco. Oh, it's because it's so easy it's, to do. It's so easy to do, <laughs> and, and it's, fun. it's fun. It is fun. Okay, so I want to give a shout out to Linda. She's been a long time um, uh, friend and of the show, and she reminded me that Studio 54, the documentary. Opens here at the Lagoon today. Finally, finally, we've been
0: waiting, hearing Which about this documentary. This. That's right, that's right. And the director,
2: Inferno. the director of the movie, is the same guy who did Scotty and the Secret History of Hollywood. That has yet to open in the Twin Cities. I know it has I
0: want to see that movie, I, I, the
2: documentary about Scotty Bowers. Yeah, we read his book. Uh, he was he on our show? Donnie? No, uh, he didn't I don't do think interviews. So. He, I, Okay, it yeah, may have he been was
1: somebody speaking for, for him. him, yeah. But yeah.
2: uh, we did read that book, so it's the same director. So here's uh, here Richard Roper, this is uh, from the Chicago Sun Times. This is his review. So he, it starts out Michael Jackson is 19 or 20, he's wearing an electric purple suit, and an afro adds at least a foot to his height. He enters the cramped office of Studio 54 nightclub co owner Steve Rubel as a tel- television journalist is interviewing Steve. Hi, Michael, come on in. This is Jane Pauly. Okay, so, um, and Jane asked Michael Jackson why he's at the club. He said, I'm ready to have a good time. It's where you come when you want to escape. It's escapism. And 40 years after Studio 54 blazed like a comet across the nightclub landscape, we get an energetic, colorful, warts and all reminder of what was arguably the most famous and infamous American establishment of know, its kind for sure oh yeah. okay it's gossipy but well researched again this is richard Roper's words it's fun and it's campy it's sometimes sobery and occasionally melancholy and um steve rubel and ian schrager met at syracuse university yeah go syracuse yeah and uh, <laughs> they did a couple of things before they launched this studio 54 in 1977 In this huge space that used to be home to CBS studios for game shows, What's My Line in the $64,000 question. I did not know that. I know. I didn't know that Mm. either. And as journalist Bob Colicello explains in the movie, gay clubs were the first to have the disco music. But disco was black music and it came out of black clubs. The beautiful models would go to the gay clubs with the designers and the hairdressers and the makeup artists, and then the straight guys would want to meet the models. So they would go to those clubs and it all started blending at Studio fifty four. Yeah. And um Niall Rogers, I guess, is in the movie. He said it was the first time people were non judgmental. Everyone was welcome, even though it was a tight Rope. Oh, there's yeah. a story about uh,
0: Nile Rogers. The song Freak Out was yeah. based on him waiting in line, line. at Studio oh, 54. Right? Yes. And get, he couldn't get, get, get in, in. And, and, he and he so was he freaking said, out. Hey, blink hey, you. you freak and then he changed it to Freak Out, out but it was really something ah, a little more yes, sassy. Than yes. And I
2: remember that in the lead up to this movie. Yeah. So he's in it. And I guess there's a, a dazzling array of black and white stills and color film footage giving us a front row seat to the madness from the throngs who lined up every night hoping to get past the velvet rope to the endless parade of celebrities from Bianca Jagger to Liza Minnelli to Cher to Truman Capote, Vera Fawcett, Warren Beatty, Andy Warhol, Diana Ross. And um, then they did all these lavish production numbers that look like something out of a Hollywood studio musical and they have footage of that. And I guess a New York magazine interview like six months after Studio 54, Steve Rubell bragged um, said only the mafia does better, but don't tell anybody ah! cut Oops. to december fourteenth <laughs> nineteen seventy eight when the i r s raided the club and despite the fact they had thirty seven attorneys fighting on their behalf, oh my gosh, they both wound up serving almost two years in prison. yeah, Ian schrager is still alive seventy two and he sat down for extensive interviews with the filmmakers and is honest and Straightforward, as he looks back at the highs and lows, so to speak. And Steve Rubell died at 45 from AIDS-related uh, complication. But he's very much a dominant uh, presence. And the original, you know, studio for 54 only lasted 33 months. That's Crazy, yes, and yeah. I'm
0: really glad Ian Schrager is sitting down because I think he hasn't really talked about this p- time in his life no. on the record, on camera. Yeah. He's basically lived a different life. I want to say maybe
2: he's a a real estate developer. He's a hotelier. He works, yeah, he, yeah, I think he's in I the think, hotel business. I think somehow. he is. Yeah. yeah, and so so that is playing at the Lagoon. uh, uh Richard Roper from the Chicago Sun Times. Gave it three out of four stars. But I mean, if you love disco and you love, you're going to love it. And then page six had a really interesting story. Uh, They had an interview with this woman named Joanne Horowitz, uh, a gal from long Island. And I guess she is in the movie. And, uh, She said, it was 1977, I was fresh out of college, I went on a date with a guy working at Enchanted Garden, which was a famous Queens nightclub where people were discoing, think like... Saturday Night Fever. fever. She went dancing with her date, and then she met his boss, Ian Schrager, who started talking about this club he was opening Mm -hmm. in the city. And um, they got all stressed out, how can we bring media attention? to this midtown club in this old CBS studio. And she was fresh out of college and she was the secretary to the head of public relations at Universal Pictures. Oh, perfect. I found, I told the Ian, I get the industry publication called Celebrity Bulletin. I remember it's 1977 yeah. people. <laughs> it tells you where the star... Stars are saying, give me 200 invitations and I'll send them out. And she said, I used universal stationery to write the letters. Mm. And that was the make or break moment. She hand delivered the invitations. Henry Winkler came to opening the night. She invited Cher. She knew where they were all staying. Yeah, it was in this bulletin. It, oh, my God. Yeah, I know.
1: Cher was there. Cher came.
2: <laughs> Meanwhile, I knew nobody personally. Then Cher wound up on the cover of the New York Post the next day. After the Then the next day, Ian wanted to make a deal. The deal was a sliding scale fee that she negotiated with them for any celebrity she got in the club and in the papers. So... Sylvester Stallone and Michael Jackson, I would get paid 250 each if they got the covers of the Post or the Daily News, 150 inside. People Magazine, I got 250 same for Timer Newsweek. If I got items in Liz Smith's column... You know, I also got paid. I hustled my butt off, and Stallone and Michael Jackson became friends of mine. But Stallone got photographed with his girlfriend, not his wife, and then he was mad at me. (laughs) But for almost the next two years, she was at the club every single night. So she Uh, she was the first uh, celebrity wrangler, if you will. mm -hmm. She would dance with Michael Jackson. She wound up dating his brother Jackie for a while. David Bowie became a Studio 54 regular as a result of her wrangling, as did Brooke Shields, Diana Ross, Vera Fawcett, Ryan O'Neill, Alice Cooper, all the Casablanca agency models, including Cheryl Teague. She made it happen. Yeah, she said, people That's offered great. me everything to get in. Poppers, Quaaludes, Coke, and I don't <laughs> even drink. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, and she flourished, and she still works in the movie uh, business today, with putting getting stars on red carpets and uh she's a talent manager fantastic yeah so i can't wait to see it she said now you gotta pay the celebrities to show up that wasn't how it was 41 years keyword divorce i can't shut it down it's going viral
0: this is the my talk now trending report interesting
1: day on the world wide web web
0: trending online this afternoon would be Megan Kelly, because according to a statement from NBC, the network has officially confirmed that her hour of the Today show will not be returning next week. However, Kelly remains an employee of NBC News, that per her lawyer. Also trending online this afternoon, it's National Pumpkin Day, and also trending in the world of art, the first artificial intelligence painting sold for almost half a million dollars at Christie's. Uh, the painting was conceived by a Paris trio called Obvious by compiling codes of information Images from different time periods to make one single image. And also turning online this afternoon from the world of music, Robin. She has ended her eight year hiatus with her new album, Honey. It dropped today. Go listen to it. That's us turning here at My Talk.
1: All right, here is your forecast uh, for tonight uh, showers and then a few more showers. And 45 will be the low. Patchy fog, the first part of the day tomorrow. And then Showers tomorrow night. It's going to be a rainy kind of a weekend, at least through Saturday. Right now, light rain and 49 at my talk.
2: Now you know what we know. See more at
0: mytalk1071.com.
2: Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Julia will be back on Monday. Holly Roberts is here. Donnie Levis is here. Of course, I am here. And we are here to talk about Halloween because... I know there are a lot it's of less people. Than a week away. Actually, well, and people are going to parties this weekend. There's yeah. things happening this weekend. Oh, House parties. Yes. I think I've seen. I mean, I haven't seen that many celebrities dress up, but Rita More, Rita Ora, as Post Malone, which I just think would be an amazing costume. She looks like him <laughs> so much. It's just it. That is just I. I don't know. I love it when somebody does something timely. And does a really good Good job. job. Yeah. And then a teen mom star. I don't know what her name. I don't know who she is. But she dressed up her three daughters as the Hocus Pocus witches. Oh, that's cute. Isn't that cute? Oh, Yeah, that's so good. Uh, Erica Jane, Catwoman. But she's hosting something. So I know, Donnie, you said at the top of the hour that Hocus Pocus was a... Fandango asked a thousand people, what's your favorite movie to watch over and over again? And Hocus Pocus, number one, yeah. someone did remind us on, on Twitter though, about watching it with your, depending on the age of your kids, uh fair warning when watch, watching Hocus Pocus with kiddos, you get this question over and over. What is a virgin? What is a virgin? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're prepared to have some yeah. kind of answer uh, well, there. Yeah, okay. I yeah. love Hocus Pocus. We'll talk
0: Pocus. about it later. Yeah. I, I
2: hope to find either, um, I hope to somewhere, you know, I'll kind of take a look at, you know, I think all the movies, you know, Turner classic movies, they all run AMC. Everyone's running their scary movies. Oh, of course. This weekend. So anyway, uh, I don't know. I always watch the original Halloween if I see it on. Yeah,
0: that's one of those movies that you'll just stop, stop, stop what you're doing. Well, I'm looking at this list of the ten most popular movies to watch on Halloween. I will always stop for Beetlejuice. Always, always, always. Yes, always. stop Never for get that tired movie. Of it. Doesn't matter what time of year. I mean, I guess yeah. you could consider it a Halloween movie. but yeah, I think so, an anytime no, movie. No, no, no. Yeah,
2: and yes. you always see someone dressed up as Beetlejuice on oh, Halloween. And that's Beetlejuice a, and Lydia is a good, good couple's, couples, couples yes, outfit. Yes. Yeah, it really is. And then my mom was kind of. She's like, "Oh, it's so gro- gloomy out," and I said, "Mom." Get on the internet and use it for good. And she said, "Well, what should I look at? There's so much um, depressing, scary news." I said, "Dogs, cats, and kids in Halloween costumes. That's what you look for."
0: Perfect. That's what you do. There's a puppy online that's been uh, putting on hats
2: and other things every day, day of October. October. So go
0: look at that puppy.
2: Yeah, He's adorable. Yeah, and, and she dude. goes, "That's a good idea." And I <laughs> love. I do. It is so fun. So, anyway, now this is according to. A doctor. I don't know what kind of a doctor Elaine Kahn is. Maybe she's a counseling kind of a doctor. I don't know.
1: Psychologist.
2: Maybe. Maybe. Maybe she. But she says this that Halloween costumes can say a lot about your personalities. So here's what she said. Oh goodness, like yeah. mm -hmm. All right. If you'd like to dress up as a movie star, you know, think Marilyn or you know some of these iconic kind of. People you see people dressed up as oh, movie, movie stars, stars. Yeah. yeah. Okay, um, you are a person that is con- you're concerned about reputation and excess, and you enjoy being the center of attention, and you're socially active. Well, that sounds just about right. Yeah, it <laughs> doesn't it. It's <laughs> it like really does. It truly does. Now, if you like um, to dress up as a monster. Um, you appear, you're a calm person, but you're hiding internal turmoil mm-hmm. and you have difficulty expressing yourself, which is why you want to, the gorier you are as a monster, like the more you're saying, <laughs> the, m- okay? the more blood that you have associated yeah, with your costume. I guess. Okay. The, but, um, wow, all right. These are all things that we could have made up over well, lunch. This, this is a study yeah. of duh, Lori. Why did did <laughs> Now, if you dress For up sure. as a politician on Halloween oh, and you just tell. get the face mask i mean we always see this right well, the, yeah. the, the rubber mask the rubber of, mask okay yeah, president you're suspicious of authority and you're opinionated wow thanks <laughs> okay, for thank that you. dr obvious yeah Appreciate okay it. so there you go now um if you're having a party this weekend and you would love to have like some kind of signature cocktail oh fantastic okay of course i would how do you feel about a tootsie roll shooter that sounds disgusting, okay. but please yeah, tell, okay, tell so us what's it's, in it. It's, you're supposed to use espresso vodka, Ugh. but mm. I think any kind of vodka that you like, I mean, double espresso, Van Gogh double espresso vodka. What's this brought to you by the Van yes, Gogh exactly. company? Sponsored and, by. and then uh, just a little a splash of orange juice, and Ugh. then a splash of chocolate liqueur, and then you put it on ice I'm and it's it? shots. It's just little. But why the little orange? Shooters? Huh? Why the orange? That's nasty. No,
0: um, no,
1: because it's a Tootsie Tootsie Pops have the the center tastes kind of like an orange.
2: Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I guess fine. So, so nah. you not. Uh-huh. All right. How about this one? This one I think sounds really good. Caramel apple punch.
0: In it. In, in, it, in, it, in it. Okay. It. Let's do
2: it. So this one would be something where you're serving everyone. Basically, you, you maybe you have beer, and then you've got wine, and then you maybe and have you a have drink, the punch. The punch. So, you get uh, caramel vodka, yeah, which is out there I'm here, I'm here, here. here. Yeah. and then apple juice. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you come up with your own measurements. I don't know how you want to serve it. <laughs> just,
0: just a bottle here. Yeah, a bottle a splash there. Of apple splash. Juice. splash of apple Lurch juice. And get
2: some cinnamon sticks, at least four, okay, to put in the punch bowl. And then get at least one big bottle of sparkling apple cider, and then slice apples green apples maybe granny smith really thin yeah put it in your punch bowl that sounds great doesn't that and keep your ice on the side yeah you don't want your ice melting in your
0: garnish it with the sour apple bowl, uh lollipop slice. yeah or, or, put or the, the lollipop, lollipop. Those yeah things are delicious. those are good oh, i
2: love them all right so anyway that those are I, li- I like the caramel apple punch so do i so do i Okay, all right, cool make it now um if you are we're, if you are one of those people who doesn't know what's not politically correct for Halloween costumes, oh, oh. do we need to go over? <laughs> uh, uh, do we really? I Did don't we, know. I feel I don't like we have gone over that topic. Yeah. Okay. All so week. I, I mean, is there like, uh, is it bad to be like? Uh, do people even? Do kids even dress up like hobos? You remember that? Oh, oh, sure. Yes, I remember that. An easy costume. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if people really even do that anymore because we have the ease of having, there's so many adorable kid costumes. It can literally be anything. Well, isn't that the truth? Because when I was growing up, it was the costume with the plastic sheet. Yeah. It had the name of the character on it and then you
0: had the plastic mask. Yeah. And when I was growing
2: up, it was our mom either (laughs) making our costumes Yes. Or oh, there wasn't, and that was it. You know, there was no buying a costume anywhere. So anyway, yeah. And then they would warn you not to get too close to the jack o' lantern, otherwise your uh, plastic costume
0: would light on fire, fire. and then you would melt goes along with the safety slideshow yeah. about the razor
2: blades and the apple and the yeah. nail and the fruit of fruit loop my yeah my mom
1: made me a dracula costume one oh,
2: year oh really amazing was, yes yeah my mm-hmm. mom liked to make us something where we could go to the three of us together oh sure in but i can't remember what any of them are in fact they were bugging us don't you have any halloween things of you when you were a kid and I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't,
1: not with me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and the both of
0: you guys probably grew up in warmer climates than Minnesota, or at least we're at trick or treating age.
2: Yeah. It, in places I,
0: where warmer, because when you go out trick or treating here, you get the cool costume. Yeah. And then you have to wear your jacket, oh, yeah, which is right. the worst. It's worse, worse. It worse
2: because then it's covering up your princess costume. Yeah, and or then what's whatever. the point? Yeah. What is the point? Oh, All I mean. right. So, um, what are what am I going to do with all the candy that Casey bought? Oh would you guys Here. be willing to eat some if I brought it in? Well, you know, don't, it depends on yes. what kind he bought. What did well, he buy? He bought forty eight Snickers bars in the big box. <laughs> you know, the big like giant ones. They're like two candy bars in one. Oh, those really <laughs> super So he's sized? not
0: just buying the fun size. So yours is the house that you
2: need to go to, but no one comes to our house. Well, then why does he no buy way? all the candy? Well, be he- twelve kids. We literally might get like twelve kids that come to our house, and um, well, they each get four bars. No, just cause he likes Snickers, I think he really bought them for himself. Really. That's yeah. what
0: everybody does with Halloween candy. Yeah. It's two for me, one for you, yeah. maybe. Uh, I know. <laughs>
2: That's the way it goes. I know. Always buy the candy you'll that have you to sneak like. sneak Them
1: out, you know.
0: Yeah, the,
1: you'll have to sneak them out of the house. Well,
2: I'll sneak a couple yeah. out because I don't even <laughs> think that I think he would get sick of eating that many candy bars. He or could try. That, yeah. He could try. <laughs> anyway, but uh, don't people like say that if you give out like boxes of Sweet Tarts. Or bags of Skittles or Starbursts or life, serve, life Savers, you know.
0: The candy, candy, yeah, the, the non
2: chocolate candy. No, people don't like that. Don't just do don't no. like it. The good ones and, are and Reeses. Reeses, yeah, mm. we got those. Snickers, Snickers, yeah. Butterfingers, Butterfingers, yeah. M and M's, M and M's. Yeah. Even throwing an almond. No joy tootsie there. rolls. That's like the little black dress of Halloween candy. It's just nobody <laughs> wants it. Nobody everybody's w- Everybody's wearing it. As, <laughs> bleh. No yeah. bottle caps. Nasty circus yeah. peanuts. Nasty. Yeah. Oh, but do oh. they serve those out in little pint sized portions? like circus peanuts? I think so. They do. Just all, the all these internet. nasty yeah. good
0: and plenties don't be the mm-hmm. house. Lollipops. Everyone, yeah. uh, Everyone get yeah. chocolate.
1: Toothbrush. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, right. <laughs> Toothbrush.
1: Now
2: oh, here it says if you, in. now here's what it says about it. if you have full candy bars. So I'm, Casey, if you're listening, you're just an annoying show-off. You want to impress all the parents in the hood that you make so much money or you're so cool. You're splurging on giant-sized candy bars. And then when you hand them out to kids, they light up when they see you pull them out of the box from Costco. And you're looking in the eyes of their parents thinking, yeah, I'm giving your kid an entire bleepin' Snickers. As you puff up your chest in front of them. Happy oh, Halloween, kids! Like oh, Enjoy the sugar. I know. Isn't that funny? Well, I, I just, it. you know... I think it's been now two years um, since I had my incident with the child. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Do you have anything else? No, it was... <laughs> That's what oh, he was I'm asking. I'm
0: gluten-free.
1: Yeah, gluten. Was it gluten-free was it or glu- peanut-free? Oh, yeah. Peanut. It was peanut-free. Yeah, free. I'm peanut allergic free. to peanuts. The whole thing with the, what's the color, holly of the pumpkins... That you put up front if you have an allergy. I think they're
2: blue. Yeah, yeah I, something like that. Yeah, they not have any blue damn pumpkin. I don't even know anything about a blue pumpkin. I'm not responsible for your peanut allergy. Oh Take my God. candy. Oh, Yeah, here it goes again. Ain't nobody got time for that. I mean, and if you have one, then you're, I mean, I'm glad that kid knew that. But, I mean, the nerve.
1: The nerve. Which led to the famous,
2: famous quote. Oh, do you think I care? There we go. Ah, there it
0: is. Happy Halloween everyone. <laughs> there we
2: go. We'll be back. <laughs> yeah, we will be right back. You You love- going on out there, but I was rallying around the Twin Cities today, and it was just a, even my little Google map lady was saying, lighter than usual traffic everywhere. Oh,
0: that is a delightful so, sound Yeah, hear. isn't that a nice yes, thing that to It hear truly it. is, after
2: some of the grueling commutes that have been That's happening right. this summer and this fall. Ooh. Okay, so the Royal Tour is still happening.
1: I'm Bradley Trainer,
2: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
1: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
2: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person
0: behind all of this is
1: Chris Jenner.
0: L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday
2: so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
2: Happening 16 oh, yes. days and I will say in this time of... You know, kind of distressing, and you know, news cycle, and the political ads are everywhere, and it just—it feels like ugh. I have enjoyed every morning going to the Daily Mail and seeing. What has happened the night before? What happened? What was Megan wearing? It's coming to an end. Oh. Um, but there were a couple of, there's, it's amazing how many, uh, stories are out there. Um, uh, Donnie did post Megan last night at a, Fancy event that was happening. They're back in Sydney. They flew from Tonga to Sydney, six hours. I mean, this has been such a grueling trip. When you really think, think about, about it, it, it. Quite, it is. it's so big. I mean, from I've flown Sydney to Perth and then back again. It's like a five and a half hour flight to fly, or six hour to go across the country well, of Australia. It's like the United States. Yeah. when you fly yes, from New York exactly. to L.A. Yeah, it's, it's just big. huge. It's big. So six hour flight. They have this fancy thing. Donny post. She's wearing a Givenchy. It looks like something. Sarah Jessica Parker would have worn as Carrie Bradshaw. Oh, for sure. It's so pretty. $6,000, $6, I think. Oh, it's just gorgeous. So yeah, Donnie posted that. Um, let's just get a little update from our cute guy at GMA who's been with the Royals. He's been with them for the whole 16 days. That is a Every, nice gig. I know, isn't it? And I think that the Today Show has somebody embedded. And I don't know. I can't remember about CBS. So let's let's roll it from GMA.
3: A bit of drama for Meghan and Harry's flight to Sydney this morning. The Royal plane aborted the initial landing because of another plane on the runway. But no reason to worry. It just meant a second chance to enjoy the views as it came round again, all following their last day on the island nation of Tonga. The royal couple haven't had long in Tonga, but the time they have had has been filled with music and song. Later at a school, the musical theme continued the royal couple's spirits lifted high by the tongan musical performance prince again keen to spread his message of conservation on this lush island tonga is leading by example and understands deeply the impact of environmental changes because they directly affect these islands. Megan finishing the day in her third look, wowing at a Sydney gala in a shimmering black and white gown designed by Oscar de la Renta. Pairing it with her black Aquazura de Nerve pumps, some calling it her best look yet.
2: Best look yet. Oh, look at her. The her. only criticism I have is that they are over blushing Meghan Markle's cheeks.
0: Ah. Uh, Yes, a Very, little a little contour too heavy, heavy too yeah. heavy. She doesn't
2: need it. She's she's so pretty, but it was at the uh, it, it was the Australian Geographic Society. I mean, Awards. doesn't that sound fantastically Ooh, royal? <laughs> uh, uh, but I mean, they are not doing a bare bones tour. I mean, she is like five months pregnant. My mom informed me. She says you are incredibly tired. She said the four or five month mark is when you are just like. You're just sleepy all the time,
0: so she's really working it.
2: Well, she she really is working it. I'm very um, impressed with her about that. And then I was so pleased that Entertainment Tonight had Katie Nichols, who's you know she's the written royal books. correspondent yes, for, Entertainment for the Daily Tonight. Mail, yes. and she's written books on different royals. But Katie Nichols did answer the burning question. What happens to all the royal gifts as every single place they go, they're presented? Obviously, the bouquets don't go with them, but they she's always clutching gifts, stuffed oh, animals. Sure. You know, uh, like
0: in the United States, like you, if it's the president, then those go into a special
2: archive. They don't. So keep here's what happens to the royal gifts.
0: What happens to the gifts the royals receive on their travels? There's a very specific royal gift protocol that dictates what they can and can't keep. The item cannot exceed $192 in value, and there's no re-gifting. They are stored in great warehouses at the palace, and they are sorted um, by a, a team of palace aides. Gifts are stored for five years. No longer after five years, they're either given away or, or disposed of. What they're not allowed to do is exchange a gift for something Else or sell a gift. That is a breach of royal protocol. Oh, no That is truly tragic. Because I imagine being Meghan Markle's bestie and the regifting that would happen. That would if happen. You could.
2: Oh. And she was wearing, um, I think on the flight from Tonga, anyway, she was wearing it, must have been a casual thing. But she was wearing a macaroni necklace that a little boy had made and yes. given to her. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of the tour. Yes, maybe it was at the beginning. It and was. She wore it like the next day. And oh, it was that's like so sweet. It's so cute. But I just thought, oh what well, that 192 yeah, sorted in great warehouses. And, yeah. You know, I was just when like, when she said
1: some of them are disposed of, it makes me wonder what does that mean?
2: Probably Throw little a, bears and thrown
0: away flowers, away? flowers. Throw yeah. away, burned, yeah, oh, burned. I yeah. don't know. <laughs>
2: well, think of all the <laughs> buried. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, that,
2: yeah, it's a weird word, word yeah. to
0: use. But think about all the little bears and the flowers and the knickknacks and the things that they get. And where, little little, sculptures, you, little and, sculptures, little things? Yeah, it's oh. just like
2: a. Like, it would be
0: overwhelming to store all of that stuff. So. So back back to the
2: earth it goes. Yeah, or something. I mean, what do you think of all the tchotchkes you just collect in your regular old. Regular life, life, yeah, that make you. Oh, makes
0: me want to break out in hives just thinking about the things that little of me have accumulated in my life. Oh, yeah,
2: I mean, really, you know, you do kind of you pick up little things here and there, and you're like, "What am I doing with this carved penguin that says Pismo Beach?" on <laughs> Right, exactly. It? I don't need a set of thimbles from Mount Rushmore from 1995. Surely, yeah. uh, it's so. Anyway, but you know that aborted landing that they had. Um, That happened to me just this year. That was kind of scary. Where you're descending and then it's like, whoop, never mind. And I'm like, why are we going back up? Did that happen to you?
1: It did. My first trip to college, it happened.
2: Yeah. It's like, it is unnerving because you know you're going in for landing and all of a sudden you're going up and you're like, Mm -hmm. what? I've done that for weather. Yeah. When you can't land because of
0: ice or wind or some kind of condition where you're going
2: down and they're just going to be like, whoop, we're going to go back up
0: and we're going to circle around and try again.
2: Yeah. In fact, I was, I don't know if it was the trip that when Julie and I got stranded in Fargo this winter coming back from the Sagawa. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I don't know that. if that was a boarded landing or I think that was just a snowstorm, bad snowstorm mm-hmm. here.
0: Yeah, it probably well, it was. was that, that was a
2: snowstorm. That was a straight detour, was it? it? was just, Well, you guys we were ride. almost to Minneapolis. We were like just 20 minutes from landing and we had to turn around. Yeah. They,
1: yeah. The- they closed the airport yeah. mm-hmm. here.
2: Yeah, yeah. It was I a think very they very funny it fun down. Adventure. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, maybe yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah so maybe for you. It was, but anyway, the, I, I misidentified her dress. I, uh, it was a uh, um, Oscar de la, Renta. Oscar de la Renta, not a Givenchy, and it is like full of little, little birds. But it really is so pretty on her, and I love a tea length um, dress. And she wears
0: it so well. Yeah. Again, showing off her fashionable ankles, and which
2: look yeah, fantastic and then she, in her pumps. Katie Nichols was talking about how all the people that do Megan's fittings all knew that she's pregnant, but they all were very good about keeping it a secret because everything had to be tailored with a seam allowance. Ah. A, a seam allowance. Seam allowance. Keeping the royal secrets. I know, but isn't that funny? We must have an allowance of three more inches. <laughs> it's
0: not take it out.
2: All right, oh. listen, we're going to find out what's happening on the roads out there. We'll be right back.